Alright, alright, okay, okay. What is up, everybody? It's LJ Talks Facts right here. Because Spitzer Facts, like always, of course. Hope you guys are doing great on this Tuesday afternoon. It's very hot out here today. Um, it's definitely been a while since we've talked since last week when I reviewed AEW Dynamite. But here today, I'm going to re- I'm going to not review, I'm going to preview the 2021 NBA Finals that starts tonight between the Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks. So the Phoenix Suns do have home advantage. Well, I should say, it'd be fair, Milwaukee Bucks versus Phoenix Suns because the Suns do have home advantage here in the NBA Finals. Who would have thought going into this season that the Bucks and the Suns would be in the Finals? The Bucks, I can understand. The Suns, they looked like a playoff team on paper going into the season, and I believe once they got CP3, they were going to make it to the playoffs, but I did not think they were going to get this far. I'm being completely honest. Just the way that they played. They became contenders in my eyes. Like, I could say later on, you know, in the season when they really started winning more and more ball games and, you know, they were playing great, you know, and I thought they were the most biggest threats in the playoffs. Once they beat the Lakers, I saw them going to the finals because the Nuggets weren't going to beat them at all. Did I think it was going to be Suns in four? No, I mean, if Jamal Murray would have played for Denver, the Nuggets would have had a better shot and the Nuggets probably could have won. That's a key word, probably. And if Kawhi is healthy in the series against the Suns, and may- maybe the Clippers win. Maybe the Clippers win. But the Clippers gave it their all. And the Suns were able to shut them down. But this is the first time that CP3 is in the NBA Finals. It's about time. It's about damn time he finally got there. And Devin Booker, the first, this is his first year making it to the NBA playoffs, and he gets to the NBA Finals. How do you like that? <laughs> that is something. His first time ever making the playoffs and he gets to the NBA Finals. That, that is something. That is something. You know, I'm very proud of the Suns. You know, I really want them to win. I wouldn't mind if the Bucks won because I love Giannis, so I wouldn't mind if they won. I prefer the Suns to win. But we'll see, though. It's going to be an interesting series. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. Like, I'm really excited about this Finals. You know... It, it is really exciting because you really don't know who's going to win this series. You know, you got two new teams right here. It's just, it's, it's awesome. It's going to be really fun. You know, who's going to get a ring at the end of the day? You know, CP3 or Giannis. That's like the two big stars you really look at. You could say Booker for the Suns, but, you know, it's more of CP3 because it's his first time ever making it to the NBA Finals. And that, that's, I'm not disrespecting Booker at all, you know. I really hope the Suns do win, though. I hope that they do. But they exceeded all expectations going into the season. Like I said, I saw them as a playoff team. I did not see them going to the NBA Finals. Not by a shot at all, but they got second in the Western Conference, which really surprised me. And like I said, once they beat the Lakers, I saw them going to the Finals all the way. You know, they took care of business with the Lakers. You know, when the Lakers went up 2-1, I was like... The Lakers might beat them now. But then once, you know, AD was out and, you you know, LeBron... You know, we definitely know he wasn't the same this year after he got hurt. I believe back in March he got hurt. And you could just tell he never really recovered from, I believe it was his groin. I, I believe it was his groin that he hurt. You know, you could tell that he never recovered from it, you know, very well. So the Suns took advantage. And like I said, it was a clean sweep against Denver. And they went six games with the Clippers. Like I said, the Clippers gave it all right there. And let me tell you something. Patrick Beverly, just, I know, I've, I'm, I'm sure I've said this before. I know a lot of people have said it. Patrick Beverly is a disgusting human being. Like, seriously, you're going to push CP3 right there? 
right there after the whistle. You're going to push him like that? That's a disgusting act. That is terrible sportsmanship. That's why Patrick Beverly hasn't won a damn thing in this league. Is he a good defender? Absolutely he is. But he's a piece of shit, and he hasn't won, he hasn't won shit. So he really should keep his mouth shut. He's one of the biggest talkers in the NBA. Biggest trash talkers. Easily one of the biggest trash talkers in the NBA. But the dude does not know how to keep his mouth shut. He just doesn't. He really doesn't. And then when somebody shuts him up, he just he doesn't say anything. He doesn't stand up for himself. He just goes, uh-huh, whatever, uh-huh, yeah. Like, he can't understand him. Like, he's all quiet. Yeah, because now, now you got to be quiet now. Keep your mouth shut. You ain't shit. I don't know who he thinks he is. He ain't shit. He ain't Isaiah Thomas, one of the greatest defenders and offensive players of all time. Point guards of all time, I should say. He ain't him. That man could talk shit. And he could back it up. Patrick Beverly cannot back it up. Like I said, is he a good defender? Yeah, he is. But he's also a dirty defender. Especially what he did to Jeff Green back in February. Do I need to talk about that? That was disgusting. And this man needs to brush his teeth as well. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, seriously? Do you brush your teeth or something? Like, can you do that? Your teeth are fucking just disgusting. Please brush them. Fucking dirty motherfucker. Like, seriously. Now, after I saw that, though, with CP3, I was like, oh, my God. Like, seriously? How can anybody have respect for this man? How can anybody respect Patrick Beverly? I'm sure his teammates look at him and they're like, oh, my God. This guy's such a clown. Because he is. Guy hasn't won anything. He thinks that he has. He hasn't won shit. I feel bad for the guys in the Clippers organization. They're going to deal with this guy. I would be getting annoyed. I'd be getting in his face saying, keep your mouth shut. You ain't won shit. If, you know, you win shit, then talk shit. Then there you go. You prove everybody wrong. It's like that one game. I believe it was, um, I don't know if it was in 2018 or 2019 when it was Clippers and Warriors. And Beverly was just talking to the fans like, hey, where y'all going? Where y'all going? I'm just like, oh my God, dude, like just shut up already. Like if you are like a winner, then you could talk all the shit you want. It's like in the NFL, Richard Sherman would talk shit. Richard Sherman was a winner and he still is a, he still is a winner. I shouldn't say he was, he still is. And I hope that he gets a contract very soon because he's still a free agent. That's a story for another day. But I respect Richard Sherman. You know, he's a trash talker, but he could back up. He could back up. He could back up everything right there. He's a winner. He's most likely a future Hall of Famer. Patrick Beverly ain't going nowhere near the Hall of Fame. The only way Patrick Beverly gets in the NBA Hall of Fame is if he buys a ticket to the goddamn ceremony. That's the only way he gets there. So please, just keep your mouth shut. Talk shit when you win. If the Clippers win next year, if he's still on the Clippers next season, and they win, or whatever team Beverly's on, and if that team wins, then talk all the shit that you want. Go right ahead. I will applaud you if you do that. Because that's fine. Because you won. When you win, you get to talk shit. When you keep losing, you got to keep your mouth shut sometimes. It's just how it is. But please. <sighs> just think he's just... I need to get that out because he's just disgusting. I can't stand him. He's so annoying. He's just so annoying to watch. He's a pest. One of the biggest pests out there to watch. He's annoying. <sighs> but back to the series. Oh my god, I'm gonna go on a huge rant right there. Like, Jesus Christ. But um, yeah, just you know, to get back to it, back to the finals, you know, preview right here. Like I said, I'm really excited for it. I really am. You know, it's a shame. It's a shame my nets couldn't get here. 
Just be watching tonight. I'll be watching tonight. Nine o'clock, I'll be ready. You know, I'm still shamed. You know, I haven't wore. I don't believe I've wore any Nets gear or Islanders gear since they've uh, both lost. When the Nets lost Game Seven to Milwaukee, and when the Islanders lost Game Seven to Tampa, I don't believe I've wore anything Islanders or Nets. I just, I'm still like ashamed. I shouldn't say ashamed. I'm just like very like. Um, I'd say that I'm sad. You know what I mean? Like I'm still like not really over it. You know, I know it's weeks ago, but it's just it, it just still bothers me, especially when a Game Seven loss. A Game 7 loss sticks with you for a while. Like when the Yankees lost in Game 7 to the Astros in 2017, it stuck with me for a while. It really did. It's hard. It's seriously hard. It's hard to get over. I know it's just, oh, it's just a game. Some people say that. It's just a game. I mean, no, it's not. No, it's not just a game. When you're a fan, it's not just a game. If you're not a fan, you wouldn't understand. So you should keep your mouth shut. Like Patrick Beverly should keep his mouth shut on the regular. But still. I, like I said, I'm going to say it again. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm excited about this NBA Finals. I really am. I'm very excited. And it looks like Giannis might be playing game one because I just saw that he might be activated tonight to play. It's a game-time decision. I believe it was Giannis' ankle that he injured in, um, I believe it was game four against Atlanta. And, and look at Milwaukee's journey. Look at their journey to the NBA Finals. They, they swept the Miami Heat. They got redemption against them. After the Heat beat him in the second round last year in the bubble, and Giannis was actually hurt in that series, I believe if he was healthy, the Bucks would have won. But Milwaukee went right through Miami, and I, I said Miami was going to win, and boy was I wrong. I just thought because Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler makes everybody better on his team. And yeah, even he couldn't help, he couldn't help those bums out. And then you know the Bucks, they beat the Nets in seven. I tip my cap to them. You know, I, I don't want to make excuses, but you know Harden was hurt. He got hurt in Game One. You know, then Kyrie got hurt in game four. And then, you know, of course, Harden did come back, but he wasn't the same, obviously. He was playing hurt. He did all that he could. You know, he was really risking, you know, his body out there and everything. And, you know, losing Kyrie was, was worse. I believe me, if Kyrie doesn't get hurt, the Nets win that series. And I'm not making excuses. I'm not. I believe a lot. You can, you can you know, really reason with me on this one. Even if you're not a Nets fan, if Kyrie wasn't hurt, the Nets win that series. He doesn't get hurt in game four. The Nets probably win that game because it was a close game before he got hurt. I believe the Nets are down by like four or five. So it wasn't much. It wasn't much at all. Maybe they still lose that game, but I believe they do win game seven. If it goes to game seven, Kyrie's playing, the Nets win. The Nets win, not by a lot. I feel, I feel like the Bucs would really push us you know, to our limit, but I believe the Nets would have won. It is what it is. We'll talk about the next. We'll talk about the Nets you know, pretty soon, obviously, with when, I, when the NBA Finals is over and looking forward to next season. But that's a story for another day. But, I, like I said, tip my cap to the Bucks. They, they <laughs> what can you say? There's nothing you could say. You know, they beat us in seven. Nothing you could do about it. And the Bucks played a really good series against us, like I said, and they played a really good series against the Hawks, you know. That was an interesting series. You know, they beat the Hawks in six, you know, and I predicted the, the Bucks were going to beat the Hawks in six. So I did low-key want Atlanta to win because seeing a Phoenix-Atlanta series, that would have been fun. And listen, I want to say, if you're an Atlanta Hawks fan out there and you're listening, there is nothing to be ashamed about. There's nothing to be ashamed about. You guys busted your asses off in the playoffs. You guys did great. You guys stunned me when you beat the Knicks. You guys stunned me even more when you beat Philly. It just is what it is. I believe Trey Young, and again, it's not an excuse. If Trey Young, well, he did, he did play in game six. 
and the Hawks won game four to play him. I think if he plays in game five, because the Bucs, I believe, won by 11 in that game. If Trey Young's in that game, it's a different story. But then most likely there would be a game seven, and then would Giannis play in the game seven? We don't know. But if you're a Hawks fan, there's nothing to be ashamed about. You guys exceeded expectations too. You guys did great. Nate, and Nate McMillan really turned the Hawks around. And I heard that he is going to be the full-time head coach, and I wish them the best. I really do. You know, the Hawks, are they contenders? I think that they are. I definitely think the Hawks are contenders. They're going to be a dangerous team next season. Do I think they're going to go back to the conference finals? That remains to be seen. But I believe they definitely can get back to the conference finals. They're definitely capable of doing it. They got a really good team built, you know, so I'm really looking forward to see how they do next season. But, you know, now, as we're just talking about the Suns and the Bucks and their journey getting here, let's see what happens tonight. Now, tonight is game one, starts at nine. In Phoenix, Phoenix is going to be rocking. Milwaukee for game three will be rocking. It's going to be interesting. Because the Suns have not won an NBA Finals at all. I don't even believe that they have... Actually, no, they did go to the NBA Finals. Uh, see, I was about to say, I believe that they hadn't been there. They did get there... I'm trying to think of the year. May have been 95. I don't, actually, or maybe 96. I think it was 96. Yeah, 96 it was. The 95-96 season, they lost the Bulls. I believe it was in six games. And that was Charles Barkley's sons. And that was the year Charles Barkley won the NBA MVP. So we all knew how that was going to go. Kind of like how when Carl Malone won MVP, I think a year or two later, <laughs> and the Bulls met the Jazz, and <laughs> results remained the same right there. So this is the first time the Suns are back in the NBA Finals for the first time since 95-96. So this is going to be interesting. And it's the first time the Bucks have gotten back to the Finals and it's been a long time for the Bucks. I believe the only time the Bucks have won was when Kareem was there. So we're going back to the 70s. And it's been a long time since seeing the Bucks in the NBA Finals. It's been a very, very long time. They've worked very hard to get here. And so have the Suns. You know, the Suns and Bucks, they've went through huge rebuilding years. You know, but they've drafted gems in the draft, obviously. You know, Giannis in 2013 for the Bucks and Booker. It was uh, 2015 for Booker for the Suns. And look what these two guys turn out to be. You know, Devin Booker's a future MVP. Giannis is already a two-time MVP. I believe if not next year, then the season after that, Booker will be the NBA MVP. He's just too damn good. And he's a fun player to watch. You know, a lot of people were saying that he should le- he should leave the Suns. That was after... Um, it was after, uh, I believe it was after the regular season last year. People were saying, oh, Booker should leave. But the Suns, you know what? They did make a nice run. They almost made it to the playoffs last year. I believe they went 8-0 in the bubble. But they just fell short of making it to the uh, the playing game. So they really fought. They really fought hard. I think that was the turning point. You know, but most of the turning point was definitely getting CP3. And Monty Williams was awesome as the head coach for the Suns. He coached these guys very well. You know, and uh, the funny thing is that that guy Sarich, what's his name, uh, Daryl Sarich, however you say his name, and when Joel Embiid said, trust the process, Sarich is on that Philadelphia 76ers team, so he's the first guy from the process to make it to the NBA Finals. It's like, oh, Jesus, man, seriously? Uh, that's got to hurt. But no, both these teams have went through a whole lot, you know, throughout the years, you know, a lot of rebuilding years, you know. But the Bucks have finally seen the light, you know, with Giannis and obviously the Suns with Booker and getting CP3. That was a big trade for them. That was a huge, huge trade to get CP3. 
that was huge right there. Whew, man. See, I'm really excited right here, especially now hearing Giannis might play tonight. He's a game-time decision, but it is the NBA Finals, so I don't know. Does he play? I mean, if he feels like he could play, I feel like it's going to be his call. I feel like it's going to be Giannis's call. He's going to really try to push his way into the game. But we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Man, I, it's just it's just awesome. It's just really. Who would have expected this though? Nobody would have. Well, like I said, the Bucks would be would have been like a realistic, you know, prediction. But the Suns, and I think some guy like back in like 2015, 2016, made a prediction, or it was 2015 between 2015, and 2017. This guy made a prediction that the Bucks will play the Suns in the NBA Finals, and the Bucks will win in seven. It's like wow, and he predicted for this year. By God, was he right? Like, okay. He already knew. He already knew. That's a really good prediction. That really is. At that time, it was a bold prediction, but it turned out to be true. But will, will it turn out to be Bucks in seven? I do believe this series will go seven. But I don't think it's going to be the Bucks in seven. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns in seven. And the reason why that I do... And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you guys real quick why. Because if, Giannis is not fully healthy. Despite whether he plays tonight or not, he's not fully healthy. If you had Giannis at maybe like 90%, because right now you, the best you're going to get out of Giannis might be just 70%. Because we know he's very limited at the free throw line. The Suns are going to probably try to do a bunch of hacks on him to get him to the free throw line. He's not a great three-point shooter, but he does shoot the ball. He does shoot, unlike, you know, Ben Simmons who doesn't shoot any threes. At least Giannis tries in the three-point line, so I'll give him credit. And Giannis is a dangerous guy in the paint, and he's an amazing defender. I think he's going to be very limited in this series. Not with minutes, just how he plays. You're going to see a lot more action out of Middleton, Holiday, Brooke, you know, DiVincenzo. You're going to see a lot of work out of these guys, more work out of these guys that you've seen in a while. They're going to get more of the load, which is how it is. You know, and that's not a knock on those guys. Those guys that I mentioned are really good ball players. I mean, come on. You know, I think DiVincenzo's valuable. Lopez, who's turned his game around by shooting three-pointers, and he, he's a good three-point shooter, actually. And the funny thing is, some people probably don't know it, he is the franchise, you know, leading scorer for the Brooklyn Nets. That is something. He was with, he was with the Nets from 08 to 2017. Some people don't know that. I'll be honest, I didn't even know that at first. When I heard it, I was like, oh, shit. And I looked it up. I was like, wow, he actually is. What the fuck? Shit, man. No, but Lopez, I loved him on the Nets. He was great. Fucking love him. I, I miss him to this day. I wish that we had him. Still, you know, the Nets could get him back. You never know. I would take Lopez back in a heartbeat. When we're number 11, obviously, due to Kyrie, and that's fine. All right, let's not talk about my dreams right here, bring Lopez back, because I do miss him. I, I really liked him on the Nets. I really did. Great ball player. And it's great to see him get in the NBA Finals. It really is. I'm happy for him. I'm very happy for him. I really am. You know, and um, like I said, mentioning DiVincenzo, I think he's valuable. You know, not a bad three-point shooter. When he gets hot, he gets hot. Middleton. You know, he's basically on you know, Giannis's Robin, because Giannis, you would say, is Batman, obviously. But Middleton is a good player. Middleton's a good player, good defensively, very good offensively. Drew Holiday, good point guard. He really stepped it up against Atlanta. You know, 
He does kind of worry me from the three-point line because he does kind of struggle from there a little bit from what I've seen. But I think he'll do good. You're going to see some pretty good matchups in this series. You know, and it's going to be, like, interesting to see what happens. It really is. You know, but like I said, most of those guys are going to get the load right there, you know. If Giannis was, like, at least 90%, he's going to get, he would get most of the load. But we'll see how it all works out. You know, Mike Budenholzer is a great head coach. He's really turned the Bucks around, made him a really good team with Jason Kidd when he was there. He was not a good head coach. Let's just be real there. He's going to be the next Mavericks coach. I mean, I guess three times the charm for Jason Kidd. He was the Nets head coach in 2013-2014 season. The Nets got rid of him right after that season, after they got to the second round. You know, the fact that they fired P.J. Carlissimo still baffles me to this day after they lost Game 7 to Chicago. That was a plan all along after the season to get rid of Carlissimo. I mean, Carlissimo really turned the Nets around after Avery Johnson was really just sinking them to the ground. And P.J. Carlissimo comes in as, like, Jesus Christ, like, savior and really turned the Nets around and got them home advantage in the playoffs. But then fucking Nate Robinson destroyed us in that series. I don't want to talk about it, but uh, Jason Kidd was not a good head coach for the Nets. The only thing you're going to remember Jason Kidd as a head coach for the Nets is when he told a fucking Tyshawn Taylor to bump into him, to, you know, to get a timeout. When it was against the Lakers, I believe, it was the day before Thanksgiving in November. May have been November 27th, I believe. And it was a close game, and he told Tyshawn Taylor to bump into him. Like, he said, hit me. So, you know, he drops soda, and then they have to clean it up, and you get, like, a timeout. Like, the, Nets were run- the Nets were out of timeouts. So that was just uh, whatever. And he was the coach for the Bucks for a couple of years. Didn't do that great of a job, and now he's in Dallas. So, And he had some great years in Dallas. That's the, that's the only team he won NBA Finals with in 2011. You know, they love him out there in Dallas. I hope he does a great job. I hope he does great with Luca and the rest of the guys out there. We'll see what happens. You know, it's a shame to see Rick uh, Carlisle go because he was great. He was there for a long time for Dallas. But hopefully, he's a kid does do a good job. Hopefully, third time's the charm. I hope that it is. I hope that it is. And I believe Jason KD was with the Lakers last year, and he got a coach as a – he got a ring as the assistant coach. So, he's got two rings, I should say. He's got one as a player, I meant to say. So hopefully he does good there in Dallas. I hope that he does, and I think that he'll do a good job. You know, with the Suns now, you look at them with CP3, with Booker, Bridges, DeAndre Ayton. That was something, though, by DeAndre Ayton. I wanted to mention that. It was, uh, I believe it was game two against the Clippers, and that lob right there to him, and he put it in. I was like, oh, my God. And this guy Ayton's good. He was the first overall pick. Was it 2018? It was 2018 was the first overall pick. And he's played like a first overall pick. He played like a first overall pick this season, especially in the playoffs. He's been great. The body motherfucker's been great defensively, great offensively. This kid is good. This kid is good. You know, the Suns have a lot of great pieces out there. A lot. You know, CP3 was hurt most of the series against the. Not, well, he wasn't hurt. No, he wasn't hurt. I got that wrong. So he had. Because he, 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 um. Some of the health and safety protocols. He only missed like the first two games. Against Clippers. He wasn't hurt. My bad on that one. He wasn't hurt. You know, but Suns won both those games, which was something. You know, and it's going to be interesting to see CP3 in the finals. I'm really happy for him. Especially for Giannis, too. You know, it's like, it's going to be great. Either CP3 gets a ring or Giannis does. You know, and I love both guys, but I really want CP3 to get this. Because he damn well deserves it. 
And so does Giannis, but CP3's went through a whole lot. You know, he's been in the NBA since 2005, and now 16 years later, he's finally in the NBA Finals. After grinding his whole career, it's been something. It's been some journey. But like I said, I do have... I do have the Suns in seven over the Bucks. I think it's going to be a really good series. We're going to see a lot of close games. I don't think we'll see any blowouts. I think every game is going to be very close. I think it's going to be within like the 10-point like range right there with, with most of the games. I feel, I feel like that's what it's going to be like, you know, between like from like one point to 10 points. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think we're going to see any blowouts. I think it's going to be just a close series. And we're going to see a lot of great moments in this series. I think Giannis is really going to clutch up. CP3 will. Booker will. I think Chris Milton will have a great couple of moments. I can see Lopez. You know, I, this might be a, a cold take right here. And that's fine. Because it's my take. It's not yours. So I'm just giving my opinion. You know, I'm not just spewing bullshit like half the people do on TV. I believe Brooke Lopez will hit a game-winning shot. That's my prediction. You know, I, I, feel, I just feel it. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. So if you guys want to come after me, oh, it didn't happen, bozo. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, you know, I, got, I was wrong. I'll admit if I was wrong. Like I said, Miami Heat were going to beat the Bucks in seven. I admitted I was wrong. I admitted I was wrong. That's fine. You're not going to be right with everything. It's just not possible. You can't be right with everything. I just believe Brooke Lopez will hit a game-winning shot. I don't know which game, but I do believe it will be in Milwaukee. So you could say either Game 3, Game 4, or Game 6. I think mostly Game 3 or Game 4. That's just what I feel. That's what I feel right there. But we're going to see a real close series. We really are. We're going to see a real interesting series. And I'm all here for it. It's great to see these two, these two great teams right here getting, getting a chance I'm excited. I know I mentioned that plenty of times, but I'm really excited about this NBA Finals. I really am. And I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have a lot of fun. It is going to be very fun. You know, and I will throw another prediction out there. Devin Booker will have a 50-point game. And again, I'm not going to say which game. It will happen, though. It would be something to see it happen, though, in Game 7. Because then he would break uh, KD's record for most points for games... Wait, didn't KD have like 50 against the Bucks in Game 7? He'll have like 50-plus. So I think Devin Booker will break KD's record for most points in a Game 7. That's a prediction right there. Again, I could be wrong. And that's fine. It's okay to be wrong. You can't always be right. It's just not possible. You're not God. Where God knows everything. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just saying, guys. That's all. I'm just making a point. But, yeah, I'm predicting that we'll see a Brook Lopez game winner and we'll see a 50-plus point game from Devin Booker. Just a prediction out there. And I believe Giannis will have a couple... You know, even though he's going to be limited, I still believe he's actually going to get a couple 40-point games. And Giannis, man, he's going to drive right in that paint. You know, he's, gonna, he's still going to be dangerous in that paint. But I think we will see him shoot a few more three-pointers. Just what I think. And it really doesn't matter what I think because I could be wrong. And like I said, that's fine. But I thank you guys for listening to this episode right here. I got the Phoenix Suns in seven games over the Milwaukee Bucks. It's going to be a fun series. 
can't wait, guys. I'm excited. I really am. This is great. You know, of course, I wanted my Nets to be here, but you know what? There's nothing I could do about it. I have no control over that. I'm ashamed that the Nets aren't here. It, w- it would have been nice. You know, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing There's nothing I can do. Just hopefully next season something's different. Hopefully the Nets are able to win it all next season. Hopefully. I'm not going to say that they will because that's false hope. I don't want to throw false hope out there because it could happen. But if I'm wrong, I don't want to put out false hope. So I hope that it does happen. But I thank you guys for listening to this episode right here. I hope you guys have a great rest of the night. Wherever you guys are, stay warm. It's pretty hot out here. Just stay cool. Uh, the next time I'll talk to you guys will definitely be Thursday. There might be two episodes. We're definitely going to review AEW Road Rager. That's on tomorrow. But also there is Game 5 between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. And Tampa Bay Lightning lost last night because they were going for the sweep against Montreal. But Josh Anderson clutched up right there. Great play. Amazing goal to give Montreal the winning game for. So Montreal is still alive for right now. And I did say Canadians in seven. It's still a low chance that that happens, but it still could happen. If the Canadians, if they pull off a miracle right here, that would be something. I would be very happy for them if that happens. So if Tampa Bay does win the Stanley Cup tomorrow night, then of course Thursday I'll talk about Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup. Of course. But if, if Montreal wins game five and they force a game six for Friday night, then there'll only be one episode Thursday with the AEW Road Rage review. So again, guys, hope you guys have a great night. Stay, stay cool. And I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Have a great night, guys.